This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Well, Gordon Damer did it last night. What could happen to the Jets? Why would we talk more about the Jets tonight? Here we go again. Love to hear from you at 1-800-919-3776. Also, via X, formerly Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Harvey and Julian. We're here until midnight on 98.7 ESPN New York. Hey, Gordon Damer. So wait a second. It's my fault now? Yeah, you did it. I think you said, everybody did you not say knew it? that, right? Did you not say it? Did you not say it? I did say it. Okay, there we go. Now, listen, I'm not blaming you. I mean, I'm just stating fact. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all. It felt a little blamey. No, 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 no. You're a little sensitive today, Gordon. Everything okay at home? <laughs> Everything is fine. <laughs> the, wa- the wife, fine. The, the wife, Everybody's little, good. Everybody's little stuff good. going on there? You know, it, it 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 feels like this year everybody's gotten into the the rhythm very well so far. So I don't want to jinx it. It's like talking to a pitcher no. in the middle of a perfect game. Absolutely, everybody's happy, everybody's healthy, everybody's good. Yes, that's good. So we'll we'll, we'll leave it alone and we'll just yes, keep moving. Please. How about that? We'll just keep moving. I have an apology to make. Okay. Last night, in my haste because of how bad the local football teams had been, mm-hmm. I'm rushing the NBA season. So last night I mentioned that uh, media day was today. Mm-hmm. Media day is next Monday. Okay. For the can't Nets. get here soon mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> can't get here soon enough for me. <laughs> That's three jet catastrophes before I'm we ready. get to that. I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to move on, Gordon. I'm good. I am ready to go. I am ready to go. Well, let's tell you some of the stories we'll be uh, focused on tonight on ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Of course. Just when we thought that the Jets weren't going to sign another quarterback or we were wondering if they were going to sign another quarterback, the Jets signed free agent Trevor Simeon to, to the practice squad. 31-year-old veteran will give the Jets an experienced backup for the embattled starter Zach Wilson. Remember, the Jets tried this before with Trevor Simeon. He played maybe a quarter and then got hurt with an ankle injury and never came back. Interesting. It is. Uh, it is something. It is. It is. No, it's something, something else. Yeah, <laughs> it's something else. Along those lines, Gordon, according to published reports, and uh, Peter Rosenberg had this on ENN. Colin Kaepernick has appealed directly to Jets general manager Joe Douglas via letter to sign him to the team's practice squad. He says he could help the team get focused, help them get ready, prepare them for the games that are coming up. But now that the Jets have signed Trevor Simeon, I guess that is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that was going to happen anyway. Uh, but um, I always think that, that Kaepernick is now doing this just to show the, the, the ridiculousness of it, that he just cannot get an opportunity. But mm-hmm. we all know what road that's going to go down, and um, that ship has sailed. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, Gordon. I mean, what, seven, eight years since he's since he's performed? seven years, yeah. Yeah, it's been, you know it's going to be and, tough. And in the NFL, seven years is forever. That's a long time. Although That's not for the Jets, it's seven years is like it's like every other year. And, and notice, I guess he feels the practice squad has a better offensive line. Maybe because <laughs> he said he wanted to go to the practice right. squad. He didn't want to come to the not sure. not the main team. I will go to the practice the practice squad. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers spoke to a Pat McAfee as he does every week on the Pat McAfee Show on ESPN, and he spoke very clearly and plainly about the Jets offense, uh, Jets offense. 
There's been, I think, too many little side conversations, and we just need to grow up a little bit on offense and lock in and do our jobs, everybody, and not point fingers at each other, and that's everybody, you know. We don't point fingers at the coaching staff, don't point fingers at each other. Just get back to work and get the job done. It sucks not being there. It's tough. It's really hard. I miss the guys, miss the leadership opportunity, miss balling, competing. I feel like, you know, if I was there, some of those, you know, things wouldn't be happening. Not sure we'd be 3-0. and oh, yeah, I don't know that. I'd like to think there's a possibility of that, but it's more the side stuff that I don't like and that I, I want to see us stick together through the tough times. I said it to them preseason. You know, our, our toughest task is being handling success, and that's whether we're having success or not having success. It doesn't mean you're winning all the time and you're getting out the right way. It's when we're not having success, how do we respond? How do we respond in adversity? And that goes for our fan base and former players as well. You're not helping the cops. <laughs> you're not helping the cops. All right, so that's uh, Aaron Rodgers. Gordon, you made some interesting points, and I think he, he's right. You know, this all this stuff has got to be – you got frustrations. We got it. We understand it. But you handle it in-house. Well, I think that's fair. I think his last little bit there was about the comments made by Joe Namath. Yeah, I think he's absolutely. off base there because Joe Namath does it. it While well, he played for the team and he's, he's recognized as being uh, a New York Jet, he is not part of the organization. So he's free no. to – feel however he wants and he's free to say whatever he wants and people care what he says and and a lot of people agree with him i think he was speaking uh i think a lot of jet fans felt some connection to what joe namath was saying and man he did not hold back and so that's the only part of that i would disagree with uh, it's not joe namath's job to be rah rah and only say positive things about the jets when to everyone's eyes there's a problem there's no question and I was really kind of surprised at some of the callers I heard on the station throughout the day, Gordon, who really jumped on Joe Namath for, for having that kind of opinion, saying he was too harsh or whatnot. He was he was what? This is a guy who has played the quarterback position at a time when there was no such thing as uh, you couldn't touch the quarterback. <laughs> right. All right. So he knows what it takes to play quarterback. And so and he's got a championship to prove it. So he knows what is wrong with the quarterback play. You can disagree with him and say, you know, maybe it's not from the from the front office all the way down. You can disagree with him. It's okay. But you can't say that, A, he's not entitled to an opinion, and, B, he was too harsh. I, I mean, too harsh. Uh, did you hear some of the things that people were saying at the game? Too harsh. <laughs> uh, look, I can understand if he was a an ambassador or was getting paid by the organization. Maybe you – Maybe you couch things in a different way or you say things that it's not so um, so harsh, but he's not. No. He's allowed to say he's an 80. What is it? Joe, Joe's 80 years old. 80, How, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's a guy who's been around the block. He knows what he's talking about, and he's free to say whatever he wants. And, he, and, and most of all, he was right. Yeah. And he always does say what he wants. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to do. And, and most of the time, he is positive about the organization. Yes. Like, I don't re- I don't ever remember Joe Namath. And we've talked to Joe for uh, – he's come on different shows on the station mm-hmm. for forever. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember him ever being as pointed in his comments a- as he was with these. Uh, so it's not like he's just somebody who just hammers the organization at every turn or he's bitter or he's uh, upset about something behind the scenes. I think he's giving an honest assessment of what he as a Super Bowl champion sees, and I think it matches with what most fans see. It matches what everybody sees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it exactly. really does. Giants running back Saquon Barkley, ankle considered day-to-day. He did not practice today as the Giants begin on-field prep for Monday night's game against the Seahawks. 
quoting Brian Dable, we're doing kind of a jog through, so don't think he'll do much today, but he's really now in the day-to-day category. Gordon Damer, I, see, I'm kind of torn here. Obviously, this is a game the Giants need. Obviously, they would have a better chance to win with Saquon Barkley. I'm just concerned. Ankles sometimes can lead to longer injuries if he comes back too quick. And we've seen him come back, and even when he's healthy, he's not 100%. So it's the type of thing where you need him for the long haul. I get it. It's kind of a crisis moment right now, or at least it feels like a crisis moment right now because of how you played in the first three games. But the more important thing is you have to have – because it feels like every time Saquon comes back from one of these injuries, it takes him a while to kind of ramp up. So rather than throwing him out there with the potential for further injury, rest him up. Don't have him Monday – now, you don't have to say that, but – Rest him up, keep him out Monday night, wait until he's a little closer to 100% because you're going to need him. If you're going to make the playoffs or you're going to have, you know, nine, ten wins this year, you're going to need him as close to 100% as you can get him. No question about it. Brianna Stewart voted league MVP for the second time. Only 13 points separated the Liberty Star forward from second-place finishers Alisa Thomas of Connecticut and the 2022 MVP Asia Wilson of Vegas. Stewart received 446 points to Thomas's 439 and Wilson's 433 from a 60-person national panel. Liberty, by the way, trying to even their best-of-five semifinal round series with Connecticut. They are trailing by two early third periods. Gordon, Mets and Marlins postponed because of, uh, you know, the the uh, slightly inclement weather <laughs> that we've had here over the past couple of days. But off the field, SNY baseball insider Andy Martino says, according to his sources, it's 50-50 as to whether Buck Showalter returns as manager. Yeah, that's interesting. I would think that you'd get a decision pretty quickly after the season is over. He's got one year left on his contract. I don't think he can... I think it's kind of unfair to him to just uh, unless that David Stearns knows he wants Craig Council Craig Council wants the job right away I think that almost for 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 Stearns next year is almost a, um, a um, an evaluation year to see what you've got you know kind of what you need you're not really going all in next year anyway so if you have Buck here for another year I don't think that that holds you back from what you want to do no, there's no question about it. And and I would think that the uh, you know the president's going to bring in his own people. It's plain and simple. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess, Gordon, while I, I would hate to see Buck go, I guess it would be better because he's got one more year, I think, on this deal. Mm-hmm. I think ne- no, next year, so he's lame duck. And, you know, which means if they get off to a slow start, you're going to be – well, yeah. was he going to be fired? Yeah. What's going to happen? So, you know, I hate to do it. It's not going to kill Steve Cohen financially. Sure. Thank you, Buck. Didn't work out. We're sorry. Pay him the money. Let him go. And just start clean. Remember yeah, I, the, I could, remember I the could old Bill line. Yeah, I could definitely see that. The only thing is you'd hate to see Buck go out on that. Right? This I is do. probably going to be his last managing job yeah. to go out with this season being on his record yeah. uh, for such a great career team that's going to lose what 85 90 games yeah Yeah, that's kind of rough it is it is especially after winning 101 oh my god what what, What a a difference yeah i mean that's a big difference gordon (laughs) yes it (laughs) is i mean you know last year this time last year this time what was i doing i was shaking my head because they were dying in atlanta Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they were going to the postseason anyway yeah now they haven't even been around. It's like I haven't, 
I can't tell you. I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I watched a, a full Met game. I mean, I just peep in from time to time. That's I, it. I flip by SNY every once in a while. And sometimes I see a game, I think it's like a replay from like two, three years ago. Or, you know, it's a rain delay or it's the, the off season. They're playing a classic. Oh, no, they're still playing actual games. Yeah, it's been so they've long since they've had meaningful games. After the trade deadline. Oh, it's been, it's been awful. It's been awful. Those are some of the stories we'll be talking about up until midnight on 98.7 ESPN. When we return, your calls are next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. You got to go talk with, with you know, Coach Hackett and, and maybe tell him the plays that you like. You know, Zach's got to say, well, what are, what are my favorite plays? What are my, what are my eight completion plays? Where if you call these plays, I'm going to be able to get a completion. I'm going to be on time. I'm going to know my read no matter what the coverage is. That's Eli Manning, who was on first take trying to help out Zach Wilson. Everybody else is trying to criticize him. But Eli Manning, Gordon trying to help out Zach Wilson, who Harvey just gave me a stat, who has the opportunity to be last in completion percentage three consecutive years. Well, I would think that that's the record because no other team would have kept the same quarterback for three straight years after they finished last in completion percentage the first two years. Well, he well even, and even if they kept him, he wouldn't have been playing enough to, right, be, of to, course to, to do that. And no I, when I hear Eli say that Zach should go to the team and say, these are my eight, comple- eight, eight completion plays. How about three? How about four? <laughs> he, we need to have eight of them now? Is that possible? Well, you know, yeah, because, you know, he needs options, Gordon. He needs options. Well, the automatic completion plays. Uh, can we start with one? <laughs> that would be a, that would be a, a start. Mess. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, it really is. I feel bad. I feel bad hammering Zach every single night. It's not really his fault. He's not the one saying, "Hey, I want to start." But nope. Get out there. Keep a, going. It's a Keep mess. Going. It's a it's complete terrible. mess. It's terrible. Send to the phones one 3776 Lonnie's in Long Island. Lonnie, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, Larry, how are you guys doing tonight? Lonnie, we're great. All right. Well, I got a couple of things for you. First thing up. The Yankees, I knew halfway through, I knew we were done. They can't hit. The coach is horrible. Every, uh, I'm just done with them. They need to clean house and start all over. All right, that's to the side. Now to the Jets. Oh, my goodness. First of all, I was not happy that Zach Wilson was coming back because I've seen enough of him last year. The guy, he's just, I don't know what it is. He needs to learn something. He's not a quarterback. Anyway, and his quarterback uh, coach is horrible. They, they, why would you bring the guy from Denver over here when he's he? What did he do in Denver to, to get a job for the Jets? That's a thing that just, I couldn't believe it. When they hired him, I was sick because my brother-in-law he lives in Denver. He goes, "Why would you guys hire this guy?" So I, I'm like, I, I don't know, I don't know. So I don't know. Zach Wilson has to go. We have to get a quarterback. We need to fix that offensive line. We get that offensive line better, get a quarterback, and I think and get a get a um offensive coordinator, and I think the Jets would be on the right path. They they could start there. Uh, what do you think, fellas? That's a lot of work, Lonnie. Is that Thanks all? for the phone call. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you knew they told you. All right? In no uncertain terms. I mean, I know people jump on Robert Sala, you know, once again, Gordon. What is he supposed to say? He's, he's, he's being honest with you, to be mm-hmm. fair. He's being mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. And when he said, 
Zach Wilson is his quarterback. Here's the translation. If we bring anybody else in, first of all, if, if he was asked, are you bringing somebody else in? That's a Joe Douglas question. Okay? He was right. Secondly, Zach Wilson's our quarterback. Translation, whoever they bring in is not, not going to start past Zach Wilson unless he gets hurt. That's the only reason we're going to see another quarterback here other than Zach Wilson. Plain and simple. And that's why enter Trevor Simeon. What the Jets told you, what Joe Douglas has told you by picking up Trevor Simeon, that this is the move. They don't care that the season goes down the drain. That they don't care. They're going down with the Zach Wilson ship. That's yep. what they're telling you. That's right. That's it. And it's funny that Lonnie mentioned the Yankees first because, Gordon, it's really the same situation. And Aaron Boone, uh, look, I'm not saying Aaron Boone is the perfect head coach, uh, the perfect manager. I'm not saying Robert Sala is the perfect head coach. But both of them have been hamstringed by the moves of their general managers. Absolutely. Who have put these people on the field for them to have to manage and try to coach up and win, Gordon, not win with, win in spite of. And it seems pretty clear. I don't know. Uh, will we talk to Rich Samini tomorrow? Right? We yes. talked to Rich on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems pretty clear to me that Robert Sala has been given the orders. Zach Wilson is the star. It's not, it's not Robert Sala's call to make. This is not like back in the old days where the coach, you know, the GM picked the players and the coach would coach them up. It seems pretty clear to me that the message has been handed down on high that Zach Wilson's the quarterback, and that's it. It's nope. not Robert Sala's call. Nope, it's not. Although you might think it should be. It should, maybe, yeah, right. <laughs> you, because understand this. Put yourself in his position. Everybody, listen to me. Put yourself in his position. You've had two losing seasons. This is right now could be your third consecutive losing season, which means you may not be back. Would you play this guy if you're trying to save your job? I'm just saying. No. <laughs> But no. they don't have – I mean, they don't have any other options. I no. mean, it, it's clear that Tim Boyle is not an NFL quarterback. Nope, he's not. Because Zach he's Wilson's not. not an NFL quarterback, and they're adamant that he's the starter. Right. But if you're Salah – but if you had more of a say, you would have said in the, in, you know, the offseason, listen. We can't come back with this guy. Isn't we it? can't come back with him. Give me somebody else. He can stay on the roster. He could be number three. I'm not saying kick him off. You're paying him. Okay, I get it. You, you're paying him anyway. Okay, he doesn't have to be number two. He could be he number three. He can't be, as they say, one heartbeat away from no, the big chair. He cannot he be one. Be. He can't be one heartbeat away from the starting quarterback of your team. No, and Rodgers and hypothetically Jacoby Brissett, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. Both of them could have worked with him. Both yeah. of them could have taught him. Of course, they, you know they, they sit in the same room, mm -hmm. the quarterback room. They all sit in there, so they, he could learn from both of them. Doesn't mean they have to learn on the field especially when you invested in Aaron Rodgers to bring him here because you knew he wasn't any good. That's why you brought Aaron Rodgers. It's amazing. For a guy who's played four snaps, Rodgers has kind of screwed the Jets here in the process as well. You, you, really look at, you, know, you have questions about the offensive coordinator. Why is the offensive coordinator here? Because of Rodgers. Why is yep. Tim Boyle here? Because of Rodgers. Uh, why is Zach Wilson still here? I would say that he probably had – he wants to be the guy to mentor him. He's his idol, all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Whatever yeah. can go wrong for the Jets has gone wrong for the Jets. What, why is Lazar here? Why is Kyle Oh, oh here? yeah, all these guys, absolutely.
you know, all these guys, they're here because well, of look, Ro- if Rogers. you had a functioning quarterback, maybe those guys wouldn't – it wouldn't be so bad. It's true. But you don't have one. You do not. You do not. Anthony's in Harlem. What's up, Ant? Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, so I was at that game on Sunday night. It was pretty miserable being there. But I have to tell you this, okay? Um, you know, Sal is coaching this, this kid and this team like a defense coordinator, not like a head coach. And I know that he doesn't believe in this kid, but he's the guy. And the way that they are playing is scared. Sal is telling him, don't turn it over. Don't put my defense in a bad spot. Okay? And he's checking down on fourth down. He's playing the position scared. I saw on Sunday, I'm telling you guys, I was sitting on, on, in the end zone, that's where my seats are. Four times the Patriots walked down on Garrett Wilson and played press man. And they didn't even think about throwing it up. And the way the league is now, you have a guy like that. You cannot let teams do that to you. Whatever this kid is, that's scared offense. And you scored 10 points and 10 points and 10 points. And if you keep doing that, if you do that on Sunday against the Chiefs, you're going to get boat raced. they got to stop playing scared and do what Eli said and say, look, bro, this is the guy we have. We don't have Aaron Rodgers to run Paul Hackett's Aaron Rodgers offense. We have Zach Wilson. There are teams in this league winning games with Desmond Ritter and Josh Dobbs. Be a coach. Come up with a game plan for this kid. That's it. He's the guy. Anthony, here's the issue. Thanks for the phone call. I was also at the Jet game Sunday. Anthony, on those plays that you're talking about, did Zach Wilson even look towards Garrett Wilson? Because I saw two plays where Garrett Wilson was wide open. He he, the the defender played off of him. Gordon Wilson went about five yards, faked left, went right, went right across the middle. I'm looking at. I'm saying. He's open. I'm looking at Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's looking to the other, the opposite mm-hmm. side of the field on the sidelines. He doesn't see the field. That's why they tell him, Anthony, that's why they tell him don't mess it up. Because in three years, he still hasn't seen the field. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, and, and I get it. You know, normally, Gordon, you know what they say about the West Coast offense. You know, look, we, we break it down. You got one side of the field to look at. Don't worry about nothing else here. One, two, get rid of it. One, two, boom. When your foot hits on the second beat, Gordon, let mm-hmm. it go. Mm-hmm. If not, run, throw it out of bounds, do something. And he will not do it. He won't do it. And the other thing that really drives you nuts is, and I, and I yeah, this is him being scared because he's turned the football over so much. Gordon, you have to throw it away. You cannot continue to go backwards and take sacks. It's not helping you. It's making it tougher. It's so frustrating to watch. It just and, and here's the problem I have. Like you're saying, well, you can't play scared. You got to open it up some. Right now, what they're doing is they want to minimize mistakes. Because if you open it up some, you open up the potential for it to get ugly. You, you open up the potential of Zach throwing two or three picks or throwing a pick six that gets you down immediately. And as ridiculous as it sounds, it, it's clear the orders have come from I don't know who. But mm-hmm. they've come from on high. This guy is starting the rest of the season. And we'll say, well, it wasn't him that lost us the game. It's a team effort. If he goes out there and opens it up and throws three picks every single week, which is, I mean, within the range of possibilities. It's doable. It's gonna, they're going to sound even more. As much of a punchline as they are right now, they would be an even bigger punchline because they're going to continue to play him. And yeah. they're going to continue to tell you the same thing. Yep. It's yep, a fine they line. They're, they are walking on like dental floss. 
you, yeah. you have to open it up some. But, but how much? Yeah, right, exactly. You don't want to open it up too much. You don't want him to cost you the game. And if you open it up too much, it's a very good possibility he costs you the game that way too. And the biggest issue for them right now, the biggest issue that Robert Salas got, Gordon, how do I keep this team together? Because as the losses mount, it's going to be very tough to keep this team together because they went through it last year. And they thought they were done with it when Aaron Rodgers came in. And now mm -hmm. Rodgers gets hurt, and it's like, oh, no, he's back. <laughs> yeah, because it, it doesn't feel like week three. It feels like week 21. It feels like the last season has just picked up right where you left off last year. Yeah, it does. It really does. More of your phone calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I mean, nothing specific, man. I don't want him to, to think of me as look at me more, nothing like that. I don't try and say things like that. But, you know, I do make sure to echo the look that I'm getting when I think it's a one-on-one -on -one and it's man coverage. You know, I, I, I make sure I say something. And that's, you know, really it. You know, I don't say I need anything from him specifically, man. He, I just want him to be the best version of him. And I'm confident if that is the case, you know, we'll be in a good spot. That's Gary Wilson, part of his weekly appearance with Bart and Han here on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon saying what he says to Zach Wilson. I thought he was going to say, I tell him like Keyshawn Johnson said, throw me the damn ball. That's what I thought he was going to say, something of that nature. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's almost like a volcano, not for Garrett Wilson, I just mean on the team in general. It's like yeah. a volcano waiting to blow. At some point, it it's going to blow. It uh, is. I don't know if it's this week. It certainly could be. You could know, be. You, go, you go out and get hammered by the Chiefs on a national stage. It could happen then. It could happen at any point. But it's going to ha unless the quarterback play gets better, and mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to see how it's going to get better if you keep doing the same things week after week. Yeah. But until it does, I think it's it, at some point somebody's going to get fed up and, and it's going to boil over. The only way the quarterback play gets better, Gordon, is if they're able to run the football a little bit. That's the only way the quarterback play gets better because then you could do some some play action. Maybe you could do a little other things where you could roll them out, do something else. But that's it. they got to get the running game going. That's the only that's the only chance they have for the quarterback play to get better. I only mean, chance. It, it really it feels like that Denver game has to be the get because it, it feels impossible. I know crazy things happen every year. There's weird mm -hmm. games every single year, but Arizona, it feels Dallas. like that that would be <laughs> for the for the Jets to take down the Kansas City Chiefs feels like it would be one of the great upsets of all time given where where the Chiefs are and where the Jets are at. So, uh, and after after the Broncos game, you have the Eagles, which is not going to be an easy task either. No. Not at all. And, not at and, all. and this is not the type of thing, well, we can just wait until the schedule gets easier. You're basically talking about the next month. Yeah, that's right. You are. You definitely are. I'll get to the calls in a second. Gordon, i got to ask you, put on your FanDuel promo code Gordon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What, what does Vegas know that this is still nine and a half spread? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Chiefs don't cover as well as a big favorite sometimes. I, I'm not exactly sure because it doesn't feel like it, it feels like we've gotten to the point where we were last year. Last year, it was when the point spreads came out, you thought to yourself, well, can the Jets score that many points? Yeah, so like yeah. nine and a half, can the Jets score nine and a half points? That's yeah. right about where they score. That's right where they are. That's right where they are. Uh, all right. Promo code Gordon, would, would you, would you, is, is it tantalizing enough that you would? Oh, I'm already in on that. <laughs> 
I'm all right. I've already I've already booked that ticket, Larry. I don't want to see it jump up. I like to get ahead of the the, the curve here. <laughs> so already, I thought so. Yeah, I'm already. I want to lock in nine and a half. I don't know if it's going to go up any higher. I would think uh-huh. it's, it's not going to come down. I know that. No, much. no, 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 no. <laughs> not 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 based on the Listen. Trevor Simeon news. I don't think it's coming back down. Patrick Holmes could not play in this game, and I don't think it would come down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, think it would come down much. I don't think it would, think come, it would down. come down much. I really don't. Back to the phones. Dave's in the car. What's up, Dave? Hey, thanks for having me on. You know, I don't know if you got the same vibe today, but I was listening to some of the people respond to what Joe Namath said, which was a blessing. You know, he finally just came out and stopped coddling the situation the way a lot of other people have kind of coddled Wilson and the whole new Jets, Aaron Rodgers kind of Jets thing. Um, Look, he's just – he's not cut out plain and simple so we but we don't know if the owner of the team of joe douglas we don't know what's going on there but here's the sad part i think that that receiver over there who won offensive player of the year and i think a guy like uh sauce gardner your young players are going to have another year under their belt and they're highly talented and you're really destroying that receiver over there who should be putting up big numbers and looking for a big agreement in a couple of years or another year. But nothing's to stop their agent, nothing to stop these guys from saying, you know what, I want out of this thing. So I think that's how the Jets, like you were saying, this is a volcano that's going to erupt. You're not just going to lose people mentally in the locker room, which you probably already have, but people are going to probably want to bolt from the situation and not wait for Rodgers. That's just one thought. The second thing with the Jets, the second thing I just wanted to throw out there with the Giants I don't think that the Giants players, judging by that San Francisco beating, you they made the playoffs. You sent a statement to the league, particularly the NFC. So now everybody's coming at you harder. Even the teams that are much better than you are going to play you harder. And the fact that the 49ers defense were mocking Daniel Jones and Giant fans had a problem with that, that happens all over the NFL. He's got $80 million guaranteed. If he doesn't step up his game and show the Giants some real leadership, they're going to fold horribly. The tackling in that game was awful. And I don't think there's any wiggle room for Daniel Jones. He's either got to do something better or everything else is unacceptable. That's just my thought. Let me know what you think. All right, Dave. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, let's start with the last thing first, Gordon. I Look, the Giant defense has been not good. they're not tackling, they're not sacking, they're not getting turnovers, they're not helping their offense out at all. And you talk about what game they're going to win. Uh, They need this game against Seattle, Gordon. This is a game Monday night. They desperately need this win in their building. This is a winnable game for them, even without Saquon Barkley. Now, it would be easier with him, but even without Saquon Barkley, this is a winnable game for this team. They've got to get this win. Uh, yeah, I don't look at the, the first three games of the G- Giants season and, and, and really focus on Daniel Jones. I know he's the quarterback. I know that's all we do is focus on the court. They, they have so many bigger they, – they, I mean, against San Francisco, they couldn't block and they couldn't tackle. It's basics. They couldn't block and they couldn't tackle. Like, what, what do you expect the court? And, and it's not like – I know we all say, well, they really upgraded the weapons. The Giants have bottom five weapons in the NFC. Like, it, it, they're better than what they were, but it's just because what they were was terrible. So they're not, they're not, like, go through the teams in the NFC. Just about every team 
has better weapons than the Giants do. So I don't look at the problems of the Giants as being uh, primarily based on Daniel Jones. Learn, figure out the blocking, figure out the tackling, and then maybe we can have the conversation about the quarterback. The first part, uh, I don't think teams, I don't think the Jet players are going to try to leave before Will, before uh, Aaron Rodgers comes back. I think they will wait for him to come back, Gordon. And the other thing they'll know is uh, when Aaron Rodgers comes back, Zach Wilson will not be back, and they will have a legitimate backup quarterback and a much better offensive line. Uh, because, you know, you're going to look at this and you're going to realize we've got to get this done right this time. And so, you know, I don't know who's going to pick the I don't know who's going to pick the next quarterback or the backup quarterback or who's going to pick the next offensive line and stuff like that. If it's going to be changes, it may not be any changes. I don't know, but I know that's got to change. So I think the players will still hang. The young players they're on the contract, they're not going anywhere. I, I wonder uh, if anybody has filed for any patents for any Trevor Simeon shirts today. No, you don't have to worry about that. Not yet. No, not even mm. on the table. A- after after the criticism that people are talking about this year, flashing back to last year, there'll be no shirts of anybody. Maybe it's name. socks this year. Maybe it's something, maybe it's another part of the, uh, some pants. It might be on, it'll be on the bottom of the cleats. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what, maybe. Wes is in Connecticut. What's up, Wes? Hey, Gordon. Hey, Larry. And good evening company. You know, uh, the news about Namath, uh, today reminded me of like a grandfather or a grandmother who's lost their filter. They don't care anymore. Whatever is on their mind, they're going to say it because they've got nothing to lose. And they'll tell you what they really see. And I respected that. Everyone might not agree with him, but that's what the man feels and that's what he thinks. And he's entitled to his opinion, especially being who he is with the franchise. And he's doing what he's saying, what a lot of us are seeing uh, and feeling. So uh, I appreciate it. It is no filter. Uh, you guys have a good night. Appreciate you taking the call. All right, Wes. Oh, thanks for checking in. Uh, I agree. And and like we said, who knows better about the quarterback position than him? I don't know. You know, he knows. I have no. I have, there's no reason why he shouldn't have spoken spoken out. None. Mitch is in East Windsor. What's up, Mitch? How you guys doing? Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm sure you guys are getting a little tired of uh, the quarterback play of the New York teams. But this is like the best you know, time of the year, college ball and the major league playoffs. I've never seen so many uh, good in teams heading to the playoffs. Great races. I think Coon's got the MVP, you know. I think Corey can take it from Latani. I mean, Latani says a lot of games. And Corey's, uh, he's missed 40 himself, but uh, his numbers almost match with really Latani. Who, who's going to take it from Latani? Corey, Corey Seager. Oh, his numbers. Yeah, I I think it's all but a lock that that Otani's going to be the MVP. No, Otani's going to get in this. I'm I'm sorry. There's, I mean, you know, he's he's was he in the leading in home runs? He was um, last time I checked. I don't was, I don't I have not uh, looked at the a, odds in a long yeah. time, but I'm almost positive that he is a. He's going to get it. Yeah, there's no doubt, no question about it, no question. Uh, Jose's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jose? Hey, good evening, Larry, GD. Shout out to the company. Definitely wanted to call in today because, you know, it's the the Christmas gift that keeps on giving, the merry-go-round that always goes around the New York Jet tabloid season, you know, especially when the football season's going on. Trevor Simeon. (laughs) Oh, man. 
Oh, man. So here's just this is why the Jets are the Jets, sadly. And, you know, now I'm, I'm starting to get used to it now. I, I, I'm 37 years old, and now I'm at the point where I'm just like, you know what? Now I can understand why I adopted Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs as my second team. And I'm actually debating about seeing, you know, actually debating about, you know, Spend, spending money again to go see see this game because I'm like, hey, might as well see one of the best quarterbacks ever. But th- th- this is a, a beyond a joke at this point. And, you know, watching, like, the actual video um, clip of the interview with Garrett Wilson and seeing his face and how, like, the kid is such a leader and it's going to be very sad because, the more this continues to go on, there's going to be people that are going to try to label him as the diva wide receiver. I just can't wait for that one because we all know how typical that is of the media. But this, but it, it, it's just bad because, like you said, Larry, I, I was at that end zone seat too as well. He could not find his receivers. Every time there were receivers open to the left, he was looking right. Every time there were receivers open to the right, he was looking left. And at this point, it's just like I, I thank Joe Namath for saying that because it is going to show, show, show. It is, it, it should have a ripple effect in the organization. But if it doesn't, this is just an all-time franchise franchise malpractice. And at this point, I, I I'm at the point where I'm just like I, I can no longer be invested in this team. It's just I'm just going to watch it for the pure spectacle of watching football now. <laughs> have a well, I'll say this, Jose. Thanks for the phone call. <clears throat> There's not a media member, Gordon, alive who would, if you watch this team, who would call any receiver a Deaver wide receiver on this team because they can't get the ball to him. Nope. They know they can't get the ball to him. Mm -hmm. There's frustration because you're running your route and you're open and you should be getting the ball, but he can't get him. He can't get him the ball. I mean, Gordon, he's just, he's overwhelmed. He can't yeah. see. There's no lanes for him to see, to throw the ball. You know, for a shorter quarterback, you know, they talk about lanes. He's got to be throwing lanes. There's no lanes. There is, it's just, it's it's a mess. It's a mess. Uh, and I just can't get over that they are basically going down the, 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 with the ship on Zach Wilson. Like they yeah. have told, by, by picking up, that the move was Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. That they are sticking, they are going to actually stick with Zach Wilson, and they're going down with the ship. They don't mind. They don't mind blowing up another season. Not even Colt McCoy. No, not even somebody who can who has actually played here in the last couple of. I don't think that that Trevor Simeon has played at all the last couple of years. He might have been yeah. on a roster, but that's about it. Yeah. He's been the clipboard holder. I don't I don't understand why they are going to allow uh, in week three. And really, it was week one because you knew it happened yeah. when it happened. But all yeah. right, you have to wait a couple of weeks for somebody to become available. You are going down with the ship. When when the when the ship left the dock, it had a giant hole in it. <laughs> Makes no sense. None whatsoever. We'll continue the conversation with your calls next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Fourth and ten. I don't care if he's concussed. 
I don't care what it is. Fourth and ten, don't throw a three-hour dude. I'm sitting. I, I can't watch this. This is so bad to watch. The pick was bad. They made some good picks. The pick was bad. Move on. Move on. Not before too late. It's three games in. In some way, move on or, or start the process of moving on if he's not the guy, which I'm pretty sure he's not. That was Wayne Corbett on the 3013 podcast weighing in on what he saw Sunday, Gordon Damer, with uh, Zach Wilson's play, especially on that fourth and 10, that uh, he completed the pass for, I think maybe it was two yards, if I remember Bobby Susan's call here on 9870 ESPN. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, Wayne Corbett, <laughs> not generally somebody who comes out of the woodwork to hammer the Jets organization, but a, another person who has eyes and can yep. see. Yeah, and and it's baffling that this is what the Jets are deciding to do. They're 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 writing off a season, three games in by sticking to their guns, and it's almost like they've like overcorrect corrected. Like like when the Yankees were run by George Steinbrenner, I always say people have a, a vision of it as being all perfect and it always worked, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. He he didn't always have the right. He was too emotional. And how the Yankees have now kind of swung back the other way, where they're not emotional enough. Nobody gets fired. Nobody loses a job. Everything's yeah. great. It's almost like the Jets have now overcorrected in the other direction where they're going to be super sensitive to Zach and they're going to support. It's not there. No, it's not. You imagine Robert Sala tonight like, oh, God, I got to face the media tomorrow. <laughs> With all these questions about, I thought you said that Zach is your guy. Soliloquies with Sala. Oh, it's going to be It'll be a nightmare for him. Feels bad. I feel bad for him. I do. Luke's in Jersey. What's up, Luke? What's up, boys? How you guys doing today? Hey, Luke. Um, so Sunday's game was probably one of the most pathetic performances I've ever seen watching football. There was a point going into the fourth quarter right before that touchdown drive. It was about seven and a half minutes into the game that not one but two Patriot running backs had less rushing attempts than Zach Wilson had passing attempts and more rushing yards each than Zach Wilson had passing yards. That's how bad the play was. And, you know, that was a good Patriot defense. That was a Patriot defense that didn't have the, both their starting cornerbacks that held Gordon's Dolphins to 24 points the week before. Uh, right before they went off and put a 70-burger on on the Broncos. But Bill Belichick came in and scored 13 points, and that 13 points might as well have been 30 points, okay? All he did was play an ultra-conservative game, okay? Didn't make any mistakes, played the field position game, and gave Zach Wilson enough rope to hang himself during the course of the game, which he did. He can't move the ball. Mike McCarthy did the same thing by kicking five field goals. So, Gordon, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to rerun that algorithm because when I ran it, okay, (laughs) I don't see the Jets winning another game, and I'm not even overreacting at all here. I don't see them going in the mile high and winning. I don't see them beating the Giants or the Raiders. The the, the Falcons aren't bad. Uh, The Browns got, you know, maybe one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, this could honestly be – a number one pick going into the draft. Well, I mean, uh, thanks, Luke. We've made a lot of jokes about the algorithm. I've joked about the algorithm. Uh, in all seriousness, I don't think any algorithm anywhere 
could have thought that the Jets are going to stick with Zach Wilson for another year. No. Nope. Doesn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense when they decided to do it coming out of the season. But okay, you got Aaron Rodgers. All your all your eggs are in that basket. It was a mistake then, but now it's even more of a mistake. And, and to think that Joe, the great Joe Douglas, the best you can do is Trevor Simeon. And, and just the approach: we're not going to appro- we're not going to try and get somebody who's better than Zach. Why? Right. <laughs> Why? Right. What? What could possibly be the reasoning for that? I'm lost. We don't, don't want anybody it. to challenge Zach. You know how 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 much you have now discounted the amount of quarterbacks you can look at? Yeah. And the other thing is, who's who's going to help make him better? Uh, Unless you realize that nobody can help make him better. Okay? Unless right. that's what you're thinking, but I mean, this was not this was not the way to go. Yeah, see, like today to me is not about Zach Wilson. We all know he stinks. He's terrible. Whatever Absolutely. you can't win with him. To me, yep. t- today is more about Joe Douglas and the decision that this he, here here we go. We we found somebody that can back up Zach. It's going to be Trevor Simeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it would be one thing if we were like at week twelve and and the season was toast. Yeah. You're one and two. The season's yeah. not toast yet. It's not toast. It's going to be quickly based on the be. moves you're making. Yep. But you wow. could, you know, you had a shot. Like what you said, Gordon. We had a shot. They had a shot to be two and two and four going into the right. bye week. It's not bad. It's not terrible. I, I think it's salvageable. And I don't. I'm not even saying you have to win ten games or nine games. But I don't think you can throw away a season. No, you can't. And by going out and saying, "Hey, we made our move. It's Trevor Simeon," you're, you're throwing away the season. At least, at least for the right now. Yeah. It's it's baffling to me that this is it's really not fair to. The, it's really not fair to the players in that locker room. Can you imagine what the guys in the locker room heard when, they, oh, we got Trevor Simeon. We were adding Trevor Simeon. Oh, my God. The veterans are just like, oh, boy. And again, this is not, this is not, this is not week four that's coming up. This is week 21 or 22. Yeah. This is just a replay of last season. It's scary. We'll continue the conversation. Lines are open for you to talk about the Jets, Giants, whatever you want to speak about right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. 